Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. has been conducting conference calls or Zoom calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. And uh, if you're a newcomer, we would like to have you to put on the uh, camera and also let us know that you're a newcomer uh, so that we can give a prom- we, we promote the newcomers. Lekha? Lekha? Yeah, I'm the new. I'm the newcomer. Yes. Good. Hello. Uh, yes. Hello. So uh, I have a question. So we actually filed the H4 uh, before it was expired, uh, but uh, it was rejected as we did not properly file it. We did not uh, send a couple of. Uh, uh, when is uh, when is your I ninety four expiring? So my I ninety uh, my husband's I ninety four already expo- expired. Uh, because when? we just filed it uh, one day before. Oh, really? When did it expire? It got expired on the 21st of December. I want him to leave the country and get the H4 approval in India. The reason okay. is that if you file the late application, there is mm-hmm. an 80% chance they may not approve the I-94 because you filed it after the I-94 expired. Okay? And once the denial comes in, he would mm-hmm. have been stayed for more than 180 days unlawfully in this country. There'll be okay. a three-year bar. And if that goes to one year, it'll be mm-hmm. 10-year bar. So to okay. avoid all those things, he can just go to India and declare himself on the DS-160 violated this policy file age for extension date. But he's still under 180 days. He doesn't have a bar right now. Yeah, but his uh, H1 and H4 EAD is in processing. So he can still go to... You said to me that you filed H4 extension one day before it got rejected. And now you're telling me H4 is in process. Now, what do I believe? H4 EAD, H4 EAD. We, we applied H4 and H4 EAD together. And but H4, H4, got, got, H4 got rejected. Yeah, H4 got, uh, got rejected, yes. It, I so mean, they EAD didn't accept the have, package. So yeah. EAD doesn't have any meaning at all. Yeah. It doesn't mm-hmm. give any status. So he should okay. still pursue the path what I told you right now. Okay. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. He should ignore the EAD. Yeah. Next and, person. And, Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, that's fine. I got it. Thank you. Next person, please. Hari Dasari. <clears throat> yeah. Thanks, uh, Raul, for taking the call. So just a quick question. I have a new job and then I am planning to relocate to a different state. So they're filing for my H, H1 amendment. Uh, my priority days is current, but we haven't started mm-hmm. the new uh, the GC process with the new employer. So we haven't filed 
perm or I-485. So now if I apply for H-1 amendment, would it be kind of, uh, if approved, would it be for one year or would it be for three years? Or There is a chance. There is a chance they may only approve for one year. I see. Even if we haven't filed anything on the GC side. Yes, that is right. That is right. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. That's all I have. Thank you. Next person. Get it. Yeah, hi. So uh, I'm having a H4 uh, EAD and it's going to expire on uh, May uh, 2022 this year. And I'm planning to go to India for H4 extension uh, mm -hmm. in March. And my company uh, is uh, planning to apply H1B. So I wanted to know if there is a there will be any issue with uh, my going to India and um like uh, my um, one one thing is that you're going to india in may you're going to get the h4 stamping there and come back one thing i want you to do are you eligible for ead or you're not eligible for ead yeah i'm working so i, I i'm uh, i'm having h4 answer, answer to my question is you are uh, okay so you do one thing right now mm -hmm. you can file for h4 and your husband's h1b is already approved or not yes it's approved File H4 plus EAD right now. Okay. So H4... Did, did, you, did you already filed it or not? Yeah, H4 is uh, filed, not EAD. H4 is filed. Come on. Why did you not file EAD? Okay. File the EAD too right now, okay? Okay. Now, and, uh, file the so EAD. Can, mm, sorry. Go ahead. So go ahead. can I go to India for my H4 extension? Um, you can. Like before, you can go to India for extension. And when my company will apply H1, H1B, so... I am uh, getting there. I'm getting there. You did okay. not allow me to answer that question. Oh, sorry about that. So the best option would be for you actually mm -hmm. to come back in May and then apply for H1B. Because you will apply in the Marches, right? You will apply in March. But... They, they, they will allow you to file the H-1B until June or July, is that right? Yeah. Um, so what I came to know, uh, like I got an email from a company. They are saying like in April they will be filing. And after once the filing is done, you can't go to outside US. Uh, but you can, you can start, you can start going. You can, they have until June to file the application. Okay. So you can start, they can start filing, they can start filing, uh, they can start filing in June, once you come back. Mm -hmm. You see my point? Yeah, yeah. Instead of, after the file you leave, it will be considered to be abundant. Mm -hmm. So they don't file until you come back and they file it, you will not be leaving the country afterwards. Okay. You got it? Yeah, yeah. Okay then, next person please. Ram. Uh, hi Rahul, thanks for taking the question. Uh, I'm. I just want to double check something. If I'm eligible for the visa waiver program that is currently okay. in place. Okay. Uh, just so uh, I, I read some uh, some. Don't forget about. Don't read it for me, please. Tell me what it is, and I'll tell you if you are eligible or not. Uh, sure, sir. 
So I feel like I'm eligible. Just want to double check. So I tell me the situation, please. Sure. Uh, I was uh, on F1 visa before. I'm currently on H1B. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I have not got a H1B stamping so far. If if I go to India, it would be my first time H1B stamping. You are eligible for the Dropbox. Eligible for Dropbox. Okay. Thank you, sir. Next person, please. Rakesh. Yeah. Uh, hello. Yeah, I have a question. Like, so uh, my wife's H4 extension was filed on uh, October 2020 along with H1B. Uh, October and then, 2020? Is it 2020 yes. or 2021? 2020, October. Keep going. Uh, yeah, along with my H1. And then we filed a H1B for her uh, last year, May. Uh, that is May 2021. Uh, again, uh, during June, uh, I transferred to a different company. So we filed H4 transfer, uh, sorry, H1 transfer and H4 extension, June 2021. And then uh, her H1B got approved uh, July 2021, last year. Now, uh, we said- Until what time was her H4 approved? Uh, no, her H1B was approved in July. Her H4, okay. uh, uh, that we applied in October 2020. That was approved in August. Okay. But uh, okay. there are many, too many filings in it for me okay. to follow up in this conference call. You may, I'll give you a chance to give, uh, put in the chat. Okay? okay. And then I'll try to call you back. Okay. Put sure. in the chat the dates. When it's been filed, is it pending or is it approved? If it's approved, what's expiration date? Okay, sure. Yeah, I'll put everything. Thank you. Next person, please. Chandra. Right, already. Um, thank you for taking my call. Uh, so uh, my question is my um, uh, 485 um, got transferred, uh, case got transferred from uh, Missouri Service Center, National Benefit Center to Texas Service Center. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's, it was filed in November, uh, sorry, October 2020. And it mm-hmm. was there at uh, uh, National Benefit Center for almost like uh, more than a year. And now mm-hmm. it got outed to Texas Service Center. And I'm, I'm assuming that the reason is because my I-140, um, which is based on the, uh, the 485, right, um, was, um, has, has a status, online status, which says that name was updated. Uh, but after that, um, we got the a- approval notice. So the name was updated was back in- What December. approval notice did you get it? Uh, 140 approval notice for EB2. Okay. Okay, so what's your question? So my question name is... Update, name update doesn't mean anything. You can ignore that. I can ignore. I was thinking, is that the reason why um, the uh, case got routed from uh, Missouri to Texas Service Center? No. No. Name update has no meaning. No meaning. Okay. Uh, the other uh, point was, um, in my 485J, when it was filed, um, for question number seven, where they asked for the basic information about form I-485, um, they asked for I-485 receipt, and since mine was non-concurrent, my attorney uh, mentioned over there saying that it's filing concurrently by mistake. In the I-485J supplement? Yeah, J supplement. What else do you want to write there? Uh, usually it should be blank for non-concurrent, right? Because when we are filing 
485 and 485J together, um, you don't need to mention about uh, filing it concurrently because if you have a 140 that you are filing together, where, what are you guys reading? Why? Where are you getting all this information though? Um, I, I don't know. I, I keep it as filing concurrently. Oh, that is good. Okay. So that that's, also a, that's exactly what I do. I mean, if okay. you leave it blank, will they deny it? No, but I put it as filing concurrently, just like your lawyer on every of my applications. Okay. That I'm filing concurrently with 485. 485J. Okay. Because I because my uh, 140 was two years back approved, right? So there's nothing to it's do. It's not I-140 they're asking about on the 485J. It's the so you mean to say in the I-485 or I-485J? For I-485J, um, there is a question number seven there where they ask for that should uh, be filing concurrently if you're filing 485 and I-485J. I put okay. it as concurrently. Yeah, beneath that itself on uh, question number nine and ten, they ask for form I-140 receipt number and has you has your form I-140 been approved? So those were correctly uh, updated where we put the, the previous receipt number and then we said that, yes, it was approved too. Um, so you don't think in either of these scenarios would have routed my case to Texas Service Center? No, not because of that. Okay. Next person, so, please. Okay. You're reading too much, okay? Okay, thank you. Sayed. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Uh, can All you right. hear? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh, this is uh, way back in 2008. Uh, um, you know, um, I applied for an H1 extension, you know, uh, in, the, in, in the month of December. And my H1 was supposed to expire in April 2008. And I applied for the H1 extension in December 2007. Uh, and uh, something happened, USCIS did not mail us the H1B approval. So my attorney, what he did was in the month of May, he uh, basically, since we did not get the H1B approval, uh, he wanted to get the duplicate notice. And since it, I was uh, getting into a new job, uh, he said that that might take uh, some time to get the duplicate notice. Instead, he filed for uh, amendment and premium processing and got my uh, H1B approval in premium processing. So I see there is a gap of one and a half month uh, between my H1 expiration and the new H1, subsequent H1 approval. So did you see the receipt notice there's a gap or is there approval notice gap? Uh, the receipt notice that uh, I got. Is there a gap? So let's say, for example, if the H1B is expiring in April, but right. if the receipt notice is saying before April or after April, not the what the approval notice says, what does the receipt notice say? Here is the thing. The receipt notice, I got it in December. Like uh, it says. Uh, Give me the December. dates in chat, please. Give me the dates in chat, please. Oh, okay. So... Okay. I, I just I, I I want to I want you to give me the dates in chat, okay? All right, sure, we'll do that. Okay. Next okay. person, please. For some reason, I'm not getting the chats sent by uh, Pragash, so forward it to me, uh, Sruti. Go ahead, next person, please. Sure, Rahul. Raga. Raga. Hello. Yes, hello, Raga. 
Hi, Rahul. Uh, so my wife is currently using her EB3 EAD, Rahul. We got uh, basically downgraded from EB2 to EB3. Uh, so uh, she she also got her H4 EAD. So on, on the workplace, uh, basically she updated her I9 uh, from the um, GC EAD to uh, H4 EAD. So my, my question is, uh, if, if I get current, uh, will... Will the, will I be able to uh, basically file a new application in EB two or uh, there is so only... so there was a gap period in the EADs of the H four is right? Is there a gap period? Okay, if there is a gap period, they are asking the employment history of her. When she is citing the employment history, though, how is she working? She has worked on GC EAD. From GC EAD, if she wants to move to H four EAD. The best thing is to go to Mexico and come back. Okay. Okay. So once she does that, then I have an option to basically file a new application. That. That's right. Okay. Uh, if if I if if I don't do that, the interfile is an option, Rahul, for me or no? Interfile is an option. Yes. Okay. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Rahul. Next person, please. Suresh. Shruti, can you forward the messages to me? Because somehow I'm not getting the messages. Sure, Rahul. I send you a test. Yeah, I got it. I'm changing the settings, Rahul. Okay. Next person, please. Suresh. Uh, hi, Rahul. So, uh, actually, I'm planning for a vacation in India for a month. So, like, for how long we can work being an H1B holder and uh, on H4 EAD from outside United States? If it is within three months, you're good. I don't see any problem. Uh, okay. For even same thing applies for H4 EAD? That's right. Uh, okay. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. Pooja. Um, hi. Uh, are you able to hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so my question is this. So I came back to United States on advanced parole. I, uh, I work for this company on H1B for 10 years now, but used AP this time for the first time. Now I need to be as a derivative of my husband's I-485. I have my I-485 also. I need to be a derivative of his application as well. So um, since I'm in a parolee status and not in a non-immigrant status, so there's a problem there that I need to be in one. So one option. Do you have do you have the H1B with the I-94? Do you have the H1B I-797 mm -hmm. approved? When is it yeah. expiring? Uh, 12-2023. Okay, go ahead. You're saying the option, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, I had uh, conflicting opinions. My attorney at work said I could drive to Mexico and come back. But his attorney said, um, no, she cannot do that. Then I'll be abandoning my I-485. So what choice do I have? You can, um, neither, neither. Um, by driving though, sometimes they may not change your I-94. You can fly to Mexico and come back. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I can fly to Mexico and come back. How would that change? Because sometimes when you drive to Mexico, they mm -hmm. refuse to give a new I-94. They'll tell you, come back and advance parole, you're good. It is not a meaningful trip. Okay, my advance parole has expired as well. So I have nothing to come back to US. No, that's fine. You can still come back on H1B. 
just with an approved I-797. That's right. Mm -hmm. You're working for the companies, right? Yeah, yeah. You can come back on that. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, so I'm just nervous because I don't know, uh, you know, if I, I fly. Know. We we spend all we send, we send almost like every week at least 15 to 20 people, ma'am. And we don't experience any problem there. So Paroli okay. to H1, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. And okay. Uh, I was just telling the other person the same thing though. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. If I put a resort there in Cuba, uh, not Cuba, Cancun, I'll be making good money. Next person, please. Pranav. Hello, yeah, hi, can you hear me? Yes, Pranav. Yes. Okay, so my question is, I, well, I am in a STEM EAD, which is going to expire on June 2022. But my H1B has been picked. It has been approved with consular processing. So now I, the project I'm supposed to get for my H1B suddenly got canceled. I mean, the project got ended. So now I'm trying to get back to F1 status, but is there any way I can- Wait, you said you got the H1B with the council processes, right? Right. So you are an F1 status itself right now. Did so they terminate I... you from the civil system? Yeah, when I checked with my DSO, my savings. When did you is, check it? When did you check it? I checked yesterday with my DSO. You should go to the DSO, show them the H1B approval of the mm -hmm. I-797 with the console processing. Request him to do the data correction because you should not have been kicked out of the civil system. So when I see the tracking is still like the change status, it was automatically changed to completed status the day my H1B was no. do you Do you have the H1B approval with you? Uh, it's with my employer, I haven't got that yet. Check it out, it should, you're telling that it's a console processing, is right? Uh, basically, they had applied for the change of status over here, but since I was not in US, so they denied my change of status, but they approved my- well, Right, take that with you. Take to the DSO, tell him to do the data correction. So you mean DSO can like update that if it's completed, they can update that to not completed status. That's right. Okay. Okay. And then Next I can person. still continue on the. That is right. That's the best F1. way though. Okay. If not, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Next person, please. Bal Krishna. The persons who sent the message, uh, the chat message, send it to me again, please. I couldn't get it. Balakrishna, go ahead. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. <clears throat> hey, uh, I filed my uh, EB3 uh, I-485 as a downgrade. Um, so my I-140 and was approved last year. And I, me and my spouse, we received the EAD and AP. And in September, my EB2 date also become current, my priority date. So in December, I did a refile on the EB2. Mm -hmm. And so the, my downgrade is with the Texas Service Center, uh, but uh, by EB2 direct filing is with the National Benefit Center. So I want to know, should I uh, withdraw my EB3 or can I keep both in parallel? Is that okay? You can keep both in parallel. Because I'm hearing cases about cases getting transferred to Texas. So there, there's a chance for it just because there's a chance for it. But uh, even if you do it, they will take a long time for you to get that thing effective withdrawal though. Okay. 
So it's better to keep them in parallel. Uh, I would, yes, yes. <coughs> okay, sounds good. That, that's... Next person, please. Ramesh. Uh, yes, thank you for taking the call. Like, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Yes, so I have a situation where I filed a green card for my mother under IR5 category back in 2018, December. So what, is IR, what is IR5? That's a green card for family-based people like mother, father. Okay, immediate relatives. Okay, yes. got it. So back in 2018, I filed a green card. And the application is... When, the you filed, when you filed for your mother, your mother was here or she was in India? Oh, she is in India. Did she have a visiting visa to come into the United States? Negative. Her okay, visa got like rejected for five times. That's the reason I filed the green card. Keep going. So by the time like the application is supposed to send to the Mumbai consulate from the National Visa Center, COVID hit and the application is, is either still at the National Visa Center. So mm -hmm. when I checked with the Mumbai consulate, they said like they are operating at the full capacity and the NVC is not sending the application to them. And when I checked with the NVC, they are saying the Mumbai consulate is not like requesting the application. So at this point, it's been like over a year and a half, like, you know, the application is that the NBC mm. has documentary qualified. So is there any way we can- The only it? way is to sue, the, sue, the, uh, sue them, both of them combined. <laughs> That's the only thing that we are doing in our office is doing that right now. Okay. That's when they will respond. Okay, so do I need to check with the office like, or can I do that like on my own? Suing? Yes. In the federal court, both USCIS and and the uh, State oh, Department, I don't think so. I don't think so you can do it okay. by yourself. Okay. So the other option is like, you know, as the application is delayed at the NVC, uh, can she file for the visiting visa back again? They won't give it because her intention has changed. Okay. And okay. if I go to the Next attorney office, like now, how long it may take to get a response? Like, is it like two months? What attorney's office? You mean to I say mean, you filed a court case? Court yes. case, how long? Yeah, it's going to take about three months. Okay. Thank you. Uh, let me go to Pragesh. Uh, can you put me Pragesh back, Gayatri? Sure, Rahul. It's, it's for extension filed, approved, valid until April 2022. H1B changes filed in May 21st, approved in July, valid until September. It's for filed in June 2021, even sending. Uh, to withdrawal notice on October 1, and but still status is not concerned, it will be affected H1B. Um, Pragesh, um, yes, your H4 is approved on August of 2021. Your H1B is approved in July of 2021. Technically, you are in H4 right now. Is it a H4 plus CAD or only H4? Just H4. Uh, first one is just H4. and um, Yeah, but see, your H1B was approved in July, right? Yes. And your H4 is approved in August. It's called the last action rule. Technically, you are in H1B. You are in H4 from August of 2021. Only between July and August of 2021, you were in H1B. Uh, no, my uh, even though the H1 was approved, that was new H1, and that was supposed to be active only from October. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay. Uh, I see the point. I see the point. I see the point. Yeah, you're right. 
You're right. So you from October 2021 onwards, you are an H1B. I correct yes, myself. Yes, that's right. If by any chance H4 extension gets approved after two withdrawals, though, okay, yeah, yeah, you can do one thing. You can just go to Mexico and come back on H1B. Okay, and it's called automatic revalidation. You know what that is? Yeah, uh, but we need to stamp, right? We don't have. Uh... That's exactly why I told you to go to Mexico. Okay, not to India. Okay, you okay. don't need any stamp of H-1B to come back into the United States. Okay. So if by any chance the H-4 gets approved, you are an H-4. And then the danger with the H-4 is, then they will send you the withdrawal. Okay. 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 So for that, you just go to Mexico, you come back, you show them H-1B, and you will not need any visa to come back into the United States. Okay. I don't need any valid visa. Okay. No, uh, you don't need it. Okay. Perfect. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm you. sending you the, the video that you need to watch. Next person. Okay, sure. Thank you. Uh, just one question. So is there any other way we can revoke this, that H4 uh, apart from... Sending you already tried all the things. Okay. You, you tried all the things. Okay. Next okay. person, please. Ranjit. Yeah, hi, Rahul. I have a couple of questions. Uh, first question is I'm due for uh, H1B extension and my spouse is due for H4 extension. She also has mm -hmm. H4 EAD. In the past, we used to apply all three things together and it was smoothly processed in the past. Of course. Not yeah, anymore, now, yeah. now with the painful process, we're trying to understand is, should we file first H1 and H4 together and wait for it approval, then file H4 EAD? Or then... No, 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 no. The, the, the file H1, I'm... I'm file, H1, file, file H1B, H4 and EAD together. That's a better thing. Okay, the reason I'm asking is because now they're what they're doing is they're taking H4 application and keeping it on pending phase until H4 is approved. And but then... I have a met I have another method where you could go, she could go to Mexico and automatically extend the H1B for a P, H4 for a period of six months. Okay, and I told you how to do that thing. Okay, and there I... are some cases, very rarely though. We are seeing that H4 plus EAD also getting approved along with H1B. Okay. When you say you have that some method, should I contact your office or you have a YouTube video? No, 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 no. We don't have any secret method. There are okay. some cases where H4 and EAD are getting approved though. No, so for all reasons, yeah, mm -hmm. for all reasons, you file the H1, H4 and EAD. Mm -hmm. Of course, your H1B will be approved. And mm -hmm. we know the H4 plus EAD is not going to be approved. Okay, most mm -hmm. probably. And mm -hmm. before our H4 expires, though, mm -hmm. she can fly to Mexico. Mm -hmm. She can fly back. Mm -hmm. And then she can get the H1B until your H1B, H4 until your H1B expires. Okay. Ah, okay. And then she will get 180 days of work permit. Okay. When she's coming you know back the, from Mexico, she's coming yeah, back. Uh, she will Wait, use your H1B to get a H4, H1B approval until, okay? She will get the H1B approval until, sorry, she will get the H4 approval until your H1B expires. And there is a new rule which says that if yes. she has the EAD, now you know the rule, okay. Yeah, then you get, she gets 180. She can also go to India, right? She can also go to India. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. She can go to India, but she has to get the stamping there. So basically the point is she is getting her H4 through the uh, consulate or at the entry. That's right. In that okay. way, she, she, she has until six months and most probably EAD will be approved by that time. 
So even she goes to Mexico, she has to go to the consulate, or she can she can. No, no. If she goes to Mexico, she doesn't need to go to Mexico. Please watch the two videos. Next person, please. Okay. Last question I had uh, before we move. Please we go to the I... next question. Okay. Uh, Last uh, people hi. to answer the question. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so I am in the exact same situation as like Ranjit. So I am currently on my H4 EAD, and uh, we just filed. Uh, H1, H4, and H4 EAD extension together. Smart. And when is your H4 expiring? H4 expiring in March 2022. Okay. Well, you follow the method. Yeah. But uh, the thing is, Rahul, um, I have concerns regarding this automatic revalidations because we have uh, um, advanced parole and EAD, which is pending um, since the now. Advanced, advanced parole will be denied. Yes. So but that's okay. Let it be denied. You file it again. Okay. So, but I don't. Uh, I'm not. Uh, the date has retrogressed. So it was filed in AB three. So is, who said you can still file advance parole? So once, so once I come back, I can again file the advance parole and yeah. keep waiting for. That's it. They okay. may even approve the advance parole. You never know. But if they don't, just keep it. File an advance parole. But that that is not tied to the date being current or something, right? Because no, sir, no, sir. It has nothing to do with date time. Okay, so then in the, in that case, I can just do the automatic revalidation. We have we are planning to do the H one premium for her case, and once her H one is approved, I want to do the automatic revalidation, and hopefully to the next person. Please, you're repeating what I'm telling you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Shrikant. Anybody has any questions, please post them in the chat group, guys. I'll try to, if there are simple answers, I'll try to answer. Word Shrikant. Hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Thanks for taking my call. So I have a question uh, related to my wife's status. Uh, my wife's H1B is going to expire Feb 11, 2022. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is a six year, I mean, six year H1. Uh, but she does have around 176 days that she didn't use because of travel to India and other things. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, last year, uh, their company has uh, sent the GC package on October 7, 2021. So now... What uh, do you mean GC package? I mean, uh, basically, they have applied for green card and then after everything, like uh, uh, the final pack, uh, they send out the final package with uh, labor and everything. So what just, final package to what? I-140 perm or what is it? Right, the perm package. Well, is it perm or I-140 though? Uh, it's the first one. I mean, uh, once oh, they yeah, get no the perm, they, they're going to file the I-140. Okay. Do you know, is it a perm or I-140? Because I can't answer your question. Uh, it's it's perm basically. So they said once the perm uh, No, is, sir. No. You, you, <laughs> um, no, you, you have to tell me which one it is, okay? Okay. Uh, and if you don't, have your wife contact me. And there is a YouTube video we just made only if you're nearing the six months, what are the processes that are involved in it? And that's H1B nearing six years, perm, not approved. What do, what do you need to do? I put a video for about 10 minutes. I want you to watch that, okay? And if you okay. still have any questions, you come to, you make an appointment. Let me go to the questions that I, I'm getting here 
the chat group guys um meanwhile is there one thing like irrespective of that i just wanted if you just... do you need to know whether it's a perm or i140 i need, because there is a difference of 7 months between this and that if you don't i can't you check with the employer okay can you mute him please uh um november 2020 ram november 2020 eb3 no ead for tried all congressmen service request no update what is the next step sue uscis if you want you can contact steven brown in our office he's the one who sues uscis uh can eb1 i140 be processed in prim processing because of the age out case ah i'm assuming that you're speaking about eb1c no there is no premium processing for eb1c the only thing you can do is that congressional inquiry that's the only thing to expedite so that your daughter's age can be frozen the other thing is to the uscis that's the other thing that you can do <clears throat> um ratnavil h4 got approved recently planning to go apply for ead is it better to apply right now or after coming back right now not after coming back since her h4 is already approved file the ead extension right now and it will be processed it will not be denied i have h4 kiran i have h4 uh, ead that is expiring in my husband's h1b extension is approved that's good do i need to go to mexico visitor visa to visit and update yeah you may need mexican visitor visa though. you may need it but right now file for h4 and ead extension if you have not filed please file that one okay iphone we got an rfp h1b saying that h4 is still pending well you can you can request for the consular processing and uh, then um uh um if you can request a, uh, you can request the consular processing and go and get the stamping done that's one thing that you can do uh butchi babu i have downgraded from eb2 eb3 uh, and approved in october 2000 after notice of intent to revoke my priority date is october 2012 question is do i still um haven't received the ead is there any way to check the status you can check the status but i don't know other than suing the uscis i don't know how to expedite that um priyanka sai i want you to watch this video about the 180 days extension and if you still have any questions make an appointment there are ways out to extend your ead for a period of 6 months priyanka i want you to watch this video i'll try to send it to you separate video to see no, i can't send to you privately i don't know why uh ram i have an offer with uh, employer b and uh, employer b and h1b is approved today my joining date with employer b is 24 22nd however the current employer wants me to work until february 4th no you can't work for two employers at the same time you can't do it uh, you can either wait or one of the company can file a concurrently filed h1b for that period of time
8244, you've been sending the sites. I don't know why you're sending those things to me. Um, I think so. You're the same person saying that you can get the I-94 approved from the car, from the CBP. I don't know where you're getting that information, how you're reading that information. I do not read the same way. I've filed my I-1 for, uh, shaker. I've filed my I-485. I've been waiting to get my aid and runs for combo call for so many months. Is there any way to expedite? Um, there is no premium processing. The only thing is suing the USCIS and uh, you can contact Stephen Brown in our office. 8244, you're reading differently than I am. Please stop sending those emails and chats to me, okay? The phone number 904-373-904-736-8244. Uh, Please don't stop sending those emails and chats to me. Priyanka, I sent a video. If you watch it and you can, um, if you, you and your husband watch it, if you still need any advice, make an appointment. It's just a 10-minute video. Uh, iPhone, can we use EB3 perm labor certification to file an I-140 EB2? No, you cannot. If you file a perm in EB2, you can use that for EB3, not vice versa, because it, 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 it requires that the position must require a master's degree or bachelor's specified. There is no way we can do the exploit of this biometrics though. There's no method for doing exploiting biometrics. I have GC, can I fly for my brother's GC who is in India? I don't, that doesn't make any meaning to me at all. Can you file for your brother's GC? No, if you have a GC, you cannot file for your brother's GC. Only if you're a US citizen, you can. And the waiting period for the brother is 16 years. EB2, EB3 downgrade, I-140 is not approved yet. My wife got the EAD uh, using it. Is it okay? If you're working for the same company, there is three to four percent risk. If you're not working for that company, there is a little bit 15 to 20% risk, uh, three, uh, on uh, uh, Raga on working for the EAD. I've applied four months back. I got EB3 downgrade, I-140 approved, biometrics in two weeks. Um, YDK, YDK. Now we are noticing one thing though, the cases that have been filed in the past three, four months, they're getting approved much faster, even if they are Texas Service Center too, compared to the ones that we filed in October. And there is not much we can do about it, but luckily you're, you're in good shape. Yeah, the Joel, uh, you can watch this video that I'm putting the extension um, that is for Mexico, but you can also go to India for the 180 day extension.
Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow. But if you want to make an appointment with me, guys, at any time, um, you can go to RN Law Group. My schedule is available. You can book an appointment to discuss with me. Thank you guys for coming. Um, uh, we'll, the next conference call will be tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Thank you.